Well, good morning, and uh, this week is going on quite fast. You know, we saw that yesterday when Peter denied that he knew Jesus after telling Jesus that he would never do that. And this morning, we will see how it's not just Peter who fails Jesus. It is Peter, James, and John, those three disciples nearest to him, and not just them, but also the rest of the apostles. I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 26, uh, starting at verse 36. Let's have a look at this as we go through it together. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. You see, in his distressful time, Jesus needs his close friends with him. So he took Peter, James and John, asking them to stay with him. We all have times when we need our friends with us. But we will never need a close friend with us as much as Jesus needed one then. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Those disciples saw his distress. They heard his cry, and they failed him. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour, he asked Peter, and pray so that you will not fall into temptation? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. These are the words of Jesus, and we quote them many times, don't we? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And that's so true. But you know, Jesus gave them a second chance to put things right. We read on. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. And yes, you're right. A second time they failed. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. You know, how important was it for them to support him at this time? Well, the next little bit of that prayer that Jesus prayed gives us a hint of that. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come. The Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. You know, the apostles are among the great men of the Bible as they, like others, have lived lives worthy of our gratitude. The gratitude that we have for them, for the role 
that they had in bringing the gospel to us today. And you know, they are like you and I. They also needed a saviour. They accepted, believed and trusted in that saviour. And they bring to us the message of salvation. But there is only one who could be the saviour. When I was thinking of these, I'm reminded of a line from that very well-known Easter hymn by Cecil Francis Alexander, who lived between 1818 and 1895. The hymn you will know, the hymn is, There is a green hill far away. And I just want to quote this one line. And I wanted to take this line with us as we continue to celebrate Easter. The line says, There is no other good enough to pay the price of sin. He only could unlock the gate of heaven and let us in. He was the only one. And it was the Father's will that he should die and also that he should rise again. Father, we are thankful for the Easter story. We pray that we might not tire of it. And our Father, we thank you again for your word, the written word. Thank you for the privilege that we have to read it together. And our Father, we do it in your presence, and we do it in the name of Jesus. Amen.